Hello everybody, how are you doing? It is another lovely day. I have I have uh, awoken, awaken. I am alive, which means I did not die yet. Part of my stoic practice of not counting on the next day. Now, um, today in this episode, I'm going to talk about the crowd, the mass, the mob, should I say the masses. And we're going to look at some ancient wisdom from Seneca in one of his letters about the problem of the crowds. And I think this is especially applicable to today because of social media allows you to join a crowd, a mob, without even having to leave your house. So let's see what the wise Stoic Seneca has to offer us in this regard. Stay tuned. Okay, guys, let's get into it. So in Seneca's letter number seven, he starts off, You ask me to say what you should consider it particularly important to avoid. My answer is this, a mass crowd. It is something to which you cannot entrust yourself yet without risk. I, at any rate, am ready to confess my own frailty in this respect. I never come back home with quite the same moral character I went out with. Something or other becomes unsettled. Where I had achieved internal peace, someone or other of the things I had put to flight reappears on the scene. We who are recovering from a prolonged spiritual sickness are in the same condition as invalids who have been affected to such an extent by prolonged indisposition that they cannot once be taken out of the doors without ill effects. And he also goes on, Associating with people in large numbers is actually harmful. There is not one of them that will not there is not one of them that will not make some vice or other attractive to us, or leave us carrying the imprint of it, or be daubed all unawares with it. And inevitably enough, the larger the size of the crowd we mingle with, the greater the danger. And he goes on to talk about that after being with a crowd, I go home more selfish, more self-seeking, and more self-indulgent. And he says, yes, and what is more, a person crueler and less humane through having been in contact with human beings. Now, in his later letters, he goes on to describe that you shouldn't close yourself off from people. This is more of the idea of getting in with a mob or like a big crowd of people and not retaining your sense of individualism, right? I mean, we've all been there before. It could be a large party. Great example would be the mobs that break out after maybe a football match or a hockey match or the what's going on right now. And I, I want to go over this one again. He says, um, and yes, and what is more, a person crueler and less humane through having been in contact with human beings. That is, and in this letter, he actually continues on and he talks about how uh, people get so cruel. They can get, when people get in large groups, 
people can lose so much of their individual sense of ethics and morality and humanity that during um you know they talk he talked about the i guess people uh being used to fight each other to death just for entertainment like the gladiators and people fighting animals just for entertainment and dying and people wanting to see more and more blood i think this is especially applicable to today what it's going on what we see in social media right so before social media you had your you know your typical kind of mob behavior maybe it would be a protest that got out of control i said before you might be watching a soccer game, your team wins, and then people start, you know, you got the soccer hooligans, the well-known, internationally known soccer hooligans, the football hooligans. Same with the guys in Canada, eh? They have the same problem with hockey. But we all are aware, I mean, maybe we're not all aware, but I think it's pretty well understood the dangers of mob rule, of mob thinking and groupthink. But in today's world of social media, it has never been so easy to get into a group. That's kind of what's going on right now with Twitter, right? Is that people are getting together in large groups and they're losing a sense of individual accountability, right? People are losing their sense of humanity, Because they're like jumping onto a bandwagon and they're allowing the crowd, they're allowing the passions of the moment to overtake them. And then here's what's worse. So it's it's bad enough to do that once, to do that twice. But what's happening or what seems to be happening online in our current era is that it's becoming a way of life. So people are going ahead and making... The outrage mob, which is usually radical left-wingers, they're allowing that to become their entire life. And so they'll get online and they spend their days looking at their mentions and they spend their days just attacking people on Twitter and getting nasty and angry and trying to get people fired. And there's this kind of, um, you know, every time something happens to somebody or somebody says something in the past – we're trying to get people fired, right? There's a lot of people that are having issues with employment, and there's so many stories of people losing their jobs and people trying to get other people fired for things they said, you know, 10, 12, 15 years ago, you know, even recently, right? It's like people just want to see blood. They just want to see the spectacle. They want to see the virtual spectacle of blood, Right? They want to see the gladiators online, the virtual gladiators. They just want to see people get taken down and destroyed for the hell of it. So it's so interesting and so telling how the same behaviors that we can observe 2,000 years ago with gladiators and people watching disgusting, inhumane acts of violence just for entertainment because they're bored, now we see the same thing on Twitter. And yeah, people aren't literally being killed, but people are being driven to suicide maybe. People are being driven into poverty simply because of something they said that was offensive. And it makes you think it's like these people, they get outraged and form these mobs. They lose their sense of humanity. 
right? They don't think about this individual. They don't think, oh, let's sit down and have a conversation. They say, this is the enemy. And they spend their time and they spend their emotion and their energy getting wrapped up into this game where they can destroy another person online and take them down. And so, I mean, personally, I have had the opportunity to, you know, I I see things online. And there's a lot of times on Twitter where I want to comment on something and I'll catch myself because I could throw myself into the thick of it, right? And just start going after somebody and not in a funny way. You know, there's ways that you can go out, you control people for fun. That's one thing. But just trying to really mess with somebody, to fuck with somebody emotionally, that's another deal. That's another level of depravity, in my opinion. Now, not saying that I've never done it or that I won't ever do it, but I try my best not to do it. And I think we should all try that, right? I mean, now, anyone who's listening to this, you're probably already not doing it. Will it help? I don't know. But the people that engage in this behavior where they go after somebody to take them down, to ruin their life just for fun, right? With no regard to how it affects other people. Those are some of the worst people around nowadays. Now, there are going to be exceptions, right? There are exceptions and there's a weird game going on in the cultural war right now. But I thought that was extremely insightful So anyway, like I said, I found myself trying to respond in some nasty ways a couple times. And what happens is I start, I just think it through, right? I think, what what kind of value does this bring, right? Is it funny? That's one thing. Is it just for sarcasm and humor? That's one thing. Am I trying to uh, bring a little bit of insight to the conversation? That's another. Am I just talking shit? And is it just going to do nothing? Will it just maybe... Um, galvanize the other side, then in which case I might stop and slow down. Okay, guys, so I'm going to pause here, insert some ads, so I'll see you on the other side. Okay, guys, we are back. I'm going to go ahead and read a little bit more from letter number seven. Here, this is when he talks about the um, Seneca's going into detail about the bloodshed that people watch for fun. He says, um, What is the point of armor or skill? All that sort of thing just makes death slower in coming. In the morning, men are thrown in the li- men are thrown to the lions and the bears, but it is the spectators they are thrown to in the lunch hour. The spectators insist that each on killing his man shall be thrown against another to be killed in his turn, and the eventual victor is reserved by them for some other form of butchery. The only exit for the contestants is death. Fire and steel keep the slaughter going, and all this happens while the arena is virtually empty. Okay, so once again, I think this is a fantastic example of what is happening in the culture right now. Remember, this is talking about mobs. This is talking about crowds. This is talking about the masses. Okay? This isn't about, you know, not not engaging with friends, not engaging with small groups. 
but dealing with the mob. People lose their individual sense of morality. And I think what's interesting is when he talks about how even the victor is not spared. They still want to see everybody needs to come down. Everybody thrown into the den needs to die. To me, and I think we've all learned about how, you know, the Romans did this in their years of decadence, right? About how, you know, this was such a decadent display of wealth and overabundance. Can it not be said now that we're doing the same shit, right? So if you are getting involved in Twitter mobs to destroy somebody's life, you're no better than a piece of shit Roman 2,000 years ago. You're no better than them who watched somebody get eaten by lions just for fun or who watched a robber get chopped down to death, you know, for whatever he crime he committed just for the blood sport of it, right? This isn't about honor. This isn't about two men trying to prove themselves to the world. This is simply a disgusting display of butchery. So I think the same thing is happening on Twitter. The same thing is happening online. The same thing is happening with the fake news. Fuck all those guys, man. Everybody, it's literally, people are just trying to burn the shit down. And that's why we got to keep our shit together, man. We got to keep our stuff together. Stay out of the mob, right? If you can, pull yourself back. When you're thinking about getting nasty and vicious on Facebook or attacking somebody personally, leaving disgusting comments on YouTube, just being nasty, take the opportunity to pull yourself back from the mob pull yourself back from the mentality, the keyboard warrior bullshit, and just think about either something you can say insightful, something that can move the ball, or keep it to yourself and think about how you can do something with that energy next time or in the future. Like I said, I catch myself doing it as well. I still do stuff on Twitter, but I try to keep it to a minimum, try to add more humor if I can. Anyway, that's all I got to say for today. So um, I thought that was really interesting. Remember, uh, stay out of the uh, tyranny of the Twitter masses.